Welcome to the Stress Reduce Fat Loss Podcast, where we teach you, the health and fitness professional, how to holistically transform your client's body, health, and life. I'm your host, Ken Sylvan. And my goal of each episode is to not only bring my 25 years plus of experience in the holistic health and body transformation industry, but also those of my guests as well. Why? Well, to empower you and to expand your awareness of holistic transformations, as well teach you how to get deeper and better results with your clients. Sound good? Cool. Let's get into the next episode. Welcome back to our Stress News Fat Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Ken. Well, I'm your only host now, but uh, <laughs> I have an amazing dear friend, Thanks. colleague, mentor, amazing kick-ass lady, um, Lisa Balsam. So how are you doing, Lisa? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thank you for have, for being on. Thank you. <laughs> All the way from Costa Rica. I wish you were in the room with me right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know my camera's doing bullshit over here, but anyway, so we, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to dive in and go, we're going to be going about lymphatic system, lymphatic drainage. What is, what is that? Why is it so important for practitioners? Mm -hmm. There's so many coaches out there listening uh, to this. We're going to see if we can talk a little bit more about um, what is this mystery called the lymphatic system? Dora, I'm still here. Uh, and why is it so important, you know, for, for coaches to be doing this when they should be doing it. And the reason I had Lisa on, I got to say this, Lisa is, you know, probably one of my closest friends because from the aspect of she's seen me go through a lot of things in my life, right? We've, we, you know, and she's Both. been there for me, probably my, my most, uh, as I get teary eyed, my lowest moments, mm. you know, feeling my worst about myself, uh, but still being there, trusting her to help me and, and kind of help me get back to uh, one of the people definitely who's helped me on my journey, not only learn, um, but also get to a point of healing and then find new healing and, and, and believe that everyone can heal. Um, truth be told also, you are one of the people that actually, in the, the person that introduced me to Charles Poliquin. I did. Yes. Yeah, so I love this conversation. This conversation is classic. And me on like <laughs> over there, right? So that's great too, right? So I remember we were actually in the gym and you said, Hey Ken, and it was in extreme fitness. Like, yeah, you should, you know, check out this guy's really good courses. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right, all right, I'll check him out. You know, this yeah. And then I was like, my mind has exploded, and that sent us on, on me on a path of of, uh, of amazingness. So, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. But I mean, that's what it it's taken for. Um, you know, the relationship that we've had over the years, like we've supported each other in many different aspects of that and have always supported each other's like journeys, whether it be, you know, educational or, you know, um, helping each other out with like our this, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, just, like so key. I mean, it's the feeling is mutual and we've definitely, um, definitely helped each other out in many different, uh, capacities, um, throughout our, <laughs> throughout our journey and stuff. And, I, um, when you bring up the Charles Polican stories, um, there's like so much to remember from all of that. And, uh, the other day I had this thought and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to bring this up to Ken again. Cause I'm pretty sure that he has forgotten. But when we did the courses together, there was a course, a week long course that we had spent. It was intensive. We were down in Toronto 
And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Bart not in one of those choruses with he us? He was. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Charles was like, you know, he like, I think Bart asked a question and <laughs> you know the way Charles was, right? Like just no filter. So he could just comes on over and he's talking to Bart out loud in front of a whole room full of students. And he's like, I don't think this guy has met a carb that he does not like. I know. I was like, yeah, he, it's funny. I just had a last podcast I was filming and we talked about that, like literally training to be ready to do the course because you're going to be sitting there in your underwear or under in sports bra or shorts in sports bra. And he's pulling punches you know, wherever you are, Paul, couldn't love you for yeah. that. Lisa, but that was like our show. You got to be ready for that because he's pulling punches. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, my God. I can't believe he said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So Lisa, let's talk about background, you know, because a lot of people we're going to be talking about, obviously, a great, a great, very important uh, topic today. But I always like to say, who's the coach coming in? Why the hell can they be talking about this? And I know who you are, but let, let's let the, the listeners um, and students out there know. Let's tell us a little bit about your background. What's kind of what's some of your wheelhouse stuff that you have? All right. Well, actually, I started a number of years ago at Extreme Fitness as a as a personal trainer. So coming forward, you know, I still I still do enjoy that, but it's that was not twenty years ago, right? You said a number of years. It's like twenty years. Right? I think it was like twenty three or something. Yeah, it's like ago, something yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then as I, as I sort of grew up in the gym a little bit, working and training and, you know, really getting the lay of the land, um, nutrition, um, was a huge, huge component because as trainers, we're not, you know, we're not technically allowed to give out nutrition advice unless you're qualified. So, um, I pursued down the path of holistic nutrition, which I absolutely love and love to this day. And that is my true passion. Mm-hmm. And um, that was probably, oh my God, when did I graduate? It was probably like something like 2006 or something. I can't even remember now. It's been so yeah. long. Um, and then from there, I did a lot of different various um, studying and and actually something that I really dove into from the new nutrition side of it from the holistic nutrition we were introduced to um the soroyal and the janestra um products and they're a huge like they're such a great company for um education and we'll talk a little bit later about it but we got into and this is where ken and i started chatting a lot about drainage and stuff and we started looking at things like under numbers and gmo therapies and stuff so i'll just touch on that a little bit later and then about that for sure yeah. And then um, eventually, um, seven years ago, I led into um, Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So I literally just finished that program and uh, just waiting to finish to write my final exam. So oh my gosh, I am like so like... thankful. <laughs> it hurts. It just hurts. <laughs> um, but a whole other like way of looking at, you know, people's systems and how they function and and different things and uh because it it really does come from quite a different aspect um yeah, outside of you wanted to bring things together you wanted to bring mm-hmm. like how does nutrition holistic nutrition are there any how do i bridge that and mirror that with chinese medicine and bring them together because some of their philosophies are different but starting to see similarities in terms of how the body works i wouldn't mind touching on that a little bit later i'll kind of pick your brain yeah. I know you're kind of uh, looking at to do that because not a lot of people are doing that you don't hear a lot of people talking mm-hmm. chinese medicine over here Holistic nutrition. I go to my TCM when I went, you know, a couple years ago. They're like, 
yeah, like, you know, have kanji, like, you know, like, whatever, like, have this, like, they're not talking about holistic, gluten-free, nothing, mm. there's, there's no, no. <laughs> they're not talking about that. I know. Don't you know? <laughs> they did like, talk about dampness, but you know, yeah, they're nothing, but, together, nothing together. But so. when you think about dampness and you look at what creates dampness in the body from a nutritional aspect, yeah. it goes right back to things like that don't agree with us in the digestion, like right. dairy, like wheat, yeah. like GMO corn, like things like that. So, I mean, Sugar, yeah. you can totally bring these there things is. together. There is. There is. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, so you went through all that, obviously, you know, uh, yoga is a speciality for you as well. You've been mm-hmm. really, you really dove into yoga and got into that. What, what made, what made you resonate with yoga so much? I know it's a big part of you kind of pulling there. What mm-hmm. made you kind of dive into yeah. yoga? Yeah. So I started probably, oh my God, I've, I've probably been doing training for yoga. Like I think I started that in 2010. That was a long time ago. Um, I just really gravitated towards it because I liked the whole aspect of stretching and relaxation. <laughs> um, and honestly, like as a bodybuilder coming from, you know, a bodybuilding background where, you know, we competed and we did a lot of crazy stuff back then. Um, I found like a lot of things in my body just needed to change, like my flexibility and my mobility being one of them. Um, so I think I really gravitated at first towards the physical, of course, the physical aspect um, back then. And now obviously it's become a little bit different, whereas, you know, there's a mental aspect, of course, a spiritual, the mindset and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good news. Learning how to bridge them together. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's dive into this. Let's, let's get into this topic. I just spat everywhere, but the lymphatic system, you know, okay. as, as something that's coming up more and more, you hear more and more, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't new. He said like, you know, mm-hmm. we were working, you worked on my lymphatic system, you know, uh, when I came to you for some help, how long was that? Maybe six years ago? Yeah. It's gotta be a long, yeah, maybe seven, longer actually. Longer, I think it's longer than that. Ago. Yeah. You know, I remember the skin on my face was horrible. My yeah. eczema was horrible. Like my, my immune system was terrible. Um, I would have never been able to do this podcast because speaking at the time was so painful because of mm. like, how the skin was on my face and anything else. And um, remembering that and being so grateful for being where I am now, letting anyone know that they can heal. But I remember you talking about drainage and you saying, okay, Ken, in this phase, we're going to go into drainage and, and this, this is why. So let's talk a little bit about that lymphatic system. What are its components? You mm-hmm. know, what is this lymphatic system that people keep throwing around these days? Yeah, awesome. So I um I made some notes because that's what I do when I do my lives. So if you see me shifting my eyes to the left, that's yeah, what I'm that's doing. Okay. I'm reading my notes. I got a board behind <laughs> me that I'm looking at. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna dive in just with a little bit of the like anatomy and physiology of it. Um, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a brush up. I'm not sure where everybody's at as far as yeah. their their level goes. So I, I kept it simple so that it was, um, it was easy to comprehend. Okay. So, um, the lymphatic system is a part of the immune system. So it's very close together in its operation. So it contains, uh, three different parts. Um, and I'm just specifically talking about lymphatic. I'm not talking about like all the parts that the immune system contains, but we've got the lymph, we've got lymphatic vessels, and then we've got the, the lymph nodes and each contain a network of tissues, vessels, organs, and glands. And all of these systems are like throughout your entire body. So when you actually look at the picture of lymphatic, you can see how intricate and vast that the system runs through your body. And we're going to dive in a little bit later on in the conversation about why it is so important to like 
make that lymph move properly. And of course, detoxification alongside of that. So lymph is the fluid that flows through the body and the muscles run parallel to the arteries and the veins. The interstitial fluid flows into the lymphatic vessels and becomes lymph. So lymphatic vessels drain waste products from the tissues. The waste products are dumped into the blood to be broken down and eliminated through our detoxification pathways. It is essential to keep the detox pathways working properly. So we love detoxification, right? Yeah, everyone talks about it, right? But then you, you start understanding, like just by saying what you said, like, Imagine, I would say, imagine, well, if you're in Toronto and you're not, you're in Costa Rica now, but mm-hmm. imagine the 401 is flowing mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And, but then you hit the Gardner Expressway and mm-hmm. it's jammed or you hit the DVP and there's an accident, you know, uh, or one of the exits are blocked. Now you're going to have a system backed up. Right. Now imagine with this backup, there is, you know, uh, an emergency and everyone wants to get through fast now. Now mm-hmm. we're really backed up, which means nothing mm-hmm. can drain the way it needs to. So just what you said that it really helps paint a picture. If you're a coach listening, understanding that keeping your lymphatic system flowing uh, is a big part of it. Right. And we said mm-hmm. some of the parts uh, would be nodes. So I guess you'd be looking at, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but mm-hmm. looking at your adenoids, right? Yep. Definitely tonsils. all in there. Yeah. We're going to hit that. Tonsils, thymus, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's talk about those. Yeah. Stop jumping ahead. Okay. All right, so let's talk about those. Let's talk a little bit of that. All right, don't ruin my presentation here. No worries. <laughs> All right, so um, the lymph nodes are storage sites. So for cells along with the lymphatic system, there are hundreds of nodes all over the body. So they were commonly located in the neck, the groin, the axillary regions, the tonsils, the adenoids, the appendix, the Pryor's patches along the small intestine, et cetera. You said the appendix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I have a theory I want to talk right? about. So we're mm. going to talk about that. Go for it. Continue. Yeah, which they had no problem ripping mine out when I was in grade one. Right. So really, like. That's what I was going to say. I, I got I got to like, say this. I, I was thinking, I'm like, after really looking at drainage and understanding it, I was like, mm-hmm. so there's a certain point in every person's life where children at a certain age, I don't know if it's like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Somewhere in there, people mm-hmm. start getting swollen tonsils, swollen adenoids, you know, mm-hmm. appendix. And we just ripped them out. My brother had his tonsils out. Yeah. I had my adenoids out. And I used to think, hmm, interesting. Is that a sign of our body being mm-hmm. super inflamed or backed up from mm-hmm. what we're eating, doing, living? Yeah. And that's a sign because it's one yeah. of the, those big nods, right? Like it's a, right? It's one of our lymphatic kind of, I call it uh, ducts or not ducts, but one of our lymphatic stopping points where it's like, something's going on or is that our immune system going like ah you know like what do you think that is I I thought that was interesting yeah absolutely like I agree and um I think we probably like dive into that in a whole other conversation you know where (laughs) where were you breastfed as a child or not you know were you given dairy products when you were under the age of you know one and your your digestive system is underdeveloped and you're causing all sorts of problems you know yeah it's funny how so many things that are considered normal we just do them and we don't start questioning them. And just that was literally last week. I go, hey, wait a minute. I wonder if that means this, this, this. Because why are all the kids having that issue as an issue? You know? Right. So anyway, that's another yeah, uh, so... another thing to talk about. But anyway, back into, back into the lymphatic back system. Into... 
Sorry. <laughs> so um, overall, the job of the lymph system is to move lymphatic fluid through your body. So protect your body from illness, maintain healthy body fluid levels, assist the digestive absorption, and remove cellular waste. So one of the key things to remember <clears throat> with the lymph system itself, it has no pump to do this on its own. Mm. And when you say um, pump, is it like, like the ve the veins and arteries have the hearts, the hearts like, yeah, but vessels, yeah, right? these run like vessels too throughout the body, right? Right. Absolutely. Okay. So it relies on the muscle activity, such as exercise and movement to keep it circulating. So this is key. I think sometimes as practitioners, we tend to forget that that system um, does not have an operational pumping system for itself. So we were the, we have to do it. We have to move Right. We have to move that through in order to detoxify and support our other detoxification systems um, properly, pr appropriately, right? So, the, so then the, obviously another reason for saying movement is so important throughout the day, not just for managing insulin, not just for everything else, but also for moving your lymphatic system, which is, like you said, our trash highway, can I speak, right? That's what I call it when I yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Highway, so. Even out the garbage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, <clears throat> this is important to prevent. Um, one of the key things is is to prevent physical stagnation, obviously, in your clients or if you're a client watching, you you know, sitting all day at your desk, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a day. And then you go home and you sit on the couch like this is stagnation. So the body needs to the body needs to move. So as practitioners, we need to be looking at how we're um, looking at our, our clients as a whole and mm -hmm. adding in some very key fundamentals. And most of the time, most practitioners will add in like some sort of movement, whether it yeah. be, and we're going to go through those modalities anyways, but, um, I mean, <laughs> to not have movement in a protocol is, um, is a little insane, but, um, but at least, you know, there's some sort of walking or there's some sort of, you know, picking up some weights or whatever the case is to prevent that stagnation we're hoping anyways what would you see like what were some <laughs> things that clients could see then um mm -hmm. or sorry coaches will see in their clients if lymphatic system is stagnant if we have a, a sluggish lymphatic system what are some things that we could see i know skin issues is one right you could see like oh immune for sure what else immune what immune some see, immune like? issues some swollen some swelling definitely some swelling um especially in the nodes area the auxiliary up in the the adenoids area the tonsils um definitely for swelling and um i would also say like a weakened immune system as well like as an example um i'll pull a client example that i that i can use um okay so i had a client recently she was um first got covid Mm -hmm. Then, um, then right after, which didn't surprise me, she got a head cold. Yeah. Um, but from her history, from the years of where she was to where she's come, there's mm -hmm. obviously quite a big history of complete and utter stagnation. Yeah. Um, very like overweight, unhealthy, unhealthy mentally, um, physically, all sorts, and had a sedentary job. So <clears throat> when we started working together, um, you know, she got COVID then a couple weeks later, which is a pattern that I see quite often uh, with people post COVID, they then get sick with something else like as a, like a head cold or a respiratory or something, another type of respiratory cold. So 
what we did there was um, right away, I mean, there's a weakening of the immunity. So I know that we, and she, and we, of course, we did some of the typical things, you know, exercising mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So right away, we started focusing on immune building and um, implementing other things like um, sun salutations, as an example, to create movement and warmth inside the body to help um, create more of a protective um, circulation between yeah. the skin and the um, the fascia and the muscles. So we have like a protective, we call it Wei Qi in Chinese medicine, but yeah. a protective layer that, you know, focuses on circulating and protecting that body. So the lymph would play a very vital role in that because it's also a fluid, but it also contains an energy. So we did that. And, you know, of course she's, she's getting better on the men and we're building, yeah. we're building that. So, I mean, just some key things to see. I mean, you're going to, you're going to see different things come up in your intakes as you're working with your clients so closely um, that will give could you some clues. Could you see like SLA could be a sign of maybe a sluggish lymphatic system too. You could see things like that, like cellulite, right. mm -hmm. someone having cellulite that could be. Yeah. Stagnation for sure. For sure. Um, well, but also, thing, too, right? that's detoxification and diet, too, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, obviously, there's there's so many supporting items to that. Yeah. But I'm just thinking for coaches out there going, so how do I know? Like, can I yeah, change the lymph? Like, how do I know if a client's got lymphatic stuff? Could I always say, well, you don't want to find it out this way. But sometimes actually trying to do any kind of cleaning with a client can mm -hmm. result in a lot of things going wrong. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to you know go after... And try to you know clean the gut a little bit, and mm -hmm. they have die-off symptoms because you know like they have so much toxin jammed up in their their lymphatic system. You know they're feeling headaches, they're feeling mm -hmm. like pain behind their eyes, they're like super lethargic. Those are all signs there's toxin buildup, and if the mm -hmm. lymphatic system is the highway, yeah, right? yeah absolutely, yeah. For like sure. I always you working with me on lymphatic was great because skin issues was always my mm -hmm. wheelhouse to look at it and go, oh, yeah, you know it makes sense. So the better my lymphatic system was, the better my skin got. Right. You know, so that was always a, a one, two really, really resonated with me when we did that. So, yeah, like I said, as practitioners, I mean, you know, if you're new, then you're learning the processes and the signs and the symptoms and it can show up any way in a client. So for you, it was skin for my lady, it was immune, you know, different things like that. So it's it's just as you learn and get better at your intakes and watching the progression and tracking the progression of your clients, mm -hmm. you start to see these key things. Even, very, even horrible cycles and periods, like even like, yeah. like, or oh, yeah. during cycle period time, going up three, four five pounds of fluid. I'm like, mm -hmm. people say it's potassium, but I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. Potassium is one thing. Why is the potassium at that? Why is it having that issue with fluid though? Right. Why is a river overflowing under the banks? I call it, you know? So right. You're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right. So, so now we understand a little bit about, you know, the drainage pathways how they work, you know, all the different sites. You said like the lymph nodes, uh, you know, the adenoids, you know, the spleen, the thymus, all that stuff. I was surprised about the appendix. I didn't know that, which again, huh. makes me think about a theory, which we talk about another time. Mm -hmm. So now we go into when a client is, is, is going through this, what are some ways then that you look at helping the lymphatic system? Mm -hmm. Or even one step back, when should coaches start looking at lymphatic work? So when they're working with their clients, obviously doing their getting them sleep better, poop better. When would you say, yeah, you should start paying attention to a better lymphatic system or drainage at mm -hmm. this time? When would you suggest it? 
So um, I would first suggest that like your detoxification pathways, um, I, I know like we're saying the lymph is, it is part of, yeah. but some of the, the bigger ones like your liver, your kidneys, your uh, skin, things like that are working properly in order to, um, to first of all, eliminate these types of things properly. Because if, like you said earlier in the conversation, if, if the lymph is then dumping, you know, um, the waste into the blood, that blood has to be filtered somehow, right? So that's usually through the liver and then, you know, various other organs to help with the detoxification process. But if these um, systems are plugged up and they're not, you know, they're not working the way they should, then it's going to mm -hmm. cause more issues. So I would look first, look at the key fundamentals. You know, I would look at, you know, those particular pathways and making sure that, you know, we're getting them open and, you know, we're providing our clients with the proper food and nutrition to do that. And that's, so know, that's, that's good. That was my next question. So that's how you support, because the skin is the second biggest detox organ what, yeah. in the liver, right? So mm -hmm. getting your skin to clean better or detox better Sweat is through mm -hmm. sweating. Okay. 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 All right. Now I get it. I, when you said something that, that triggered a thought in my okay. brain. I remember the first time I went and saw a, t a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, she took one look at me and said, oh, blood dirty. Your blood dirty. Yeah. She kept yeah. saying it over and over again, blood dirty, yeah. blood dirty, blood get dirty. on the table, yeah. your blood dirty. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is not bedside manner, but that's what it was right. And I was like, what does that mean? My blood's dirty. Yeah. So look at what you just said. Lymph dumps toxins in the blood. Mm -hmm. Blood must be filtered through the liver. And if my liver was having a hard time and my lymph wasn't doing great, the blood just sits with all the toxin. Mm -hmm. And then where does that come? It shows up in my skin. Yeah. I love this shit. Oh, yes, so I. I can love this shit. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> no, and not selfishly for it's me. This, there's, this is just, you know what I mean? Like, you're, we're always learning about ourselves. Even at the mm -hmm. point where these are things that I'm teaching, I just connected some dots. And you can mm -hmm. connect dots with your clients. Yeah, you absolutely. understand the basics, right? So continue. And so what is our... What is our next kind of point? You said using the, the major organs and making sure that they're functioning and they're those major detox pathways. So you said the liver. What else? Mm -hmm. So we have kidneys. Yeah. The skin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your uh, your bowels. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Right. The bowels. So then uh, you work on those. How do you get the liver better? How do you get the kidneys better? Or just make sure that they're okay. Like how do you get the, you know, the, the oh, bowels we understand. We, we know how to work on that. But yeah. What are some ways that you'd say, ah, geez, someone's liver's not going great, it's not ready, or the kidney's not going great? What are some simple things that you'd maybe say coaches can look at or, or try or do? Or Okay, so first of all, the first things um, we look at is the definitely the food intake, making sure like how clean is the diet, how clean is the external environment? Like, are they utilizing things like, you know, non-organic foods, how much pesticide herbicide exposure do they have? How many household chemicals, how many hair products and skin products are they using? Because everything, all of this plays a big role That's in the load. That's the, the load. load. Exactly. Okay. Um, so then what we do there is you focus first on the, the lifestyle factors um, and work on that. And then along the way um, you can definitely add in various type, depending on, you know, what they need, but depending on, or various types of nutraceuticals. Um, so that could be anything, but you have to really determine, you know, what's happening in that person's body in order to make some good recommendations on that, because yeah. that can be as simple as like your B vitamins or, you know, your lipoic acid or, 
or knack or or whatever like whatever's going on is is how you'll build your your protocol out that way okay. um yeah so then so now that we understand so you said work on detox organs first so those are big mm-hmm. ones after you've done that what's next what's the next step? what would you suggest the next step be so i've worked on the detox organs mm-hmm. they're doing well how does someone then get into like all right lymphatic drainage they drain the system like what would be what are some modalities or tools that you use mm-hmm. or supplements whatever that you'd say use these things to kind of support better lymphatic drainage what would you be saying so what was interesting actually you and i had a meeting on friday and we were talking about some key points and we did start talking a little bit about gmo and unda and i will touch on that but i I really, we talked about some key fundamentals, Mm -hmm. things that are, you know, easy for clients to number one, implement. Number two, compliance is so important. We want the clients to comply, right? So if you, you start adding difficult things for them to obtain, purchase, find, you know, it's eventually what's going to happen once they stop seeing you as a practitioner, you know, they're eventually just not going to follow through. So Mm Um, implementing key things that are so, you know, easy for these clients to, you know, create a habit, um, get them some results are, are, is, is great. So what I'm going to do first, is I'm just going to talk about those key modalities that are really simple to put into protocols. And then we'll just touch a little bit on the undas and the GMOs. Keeping in mind, I haven't practiced, um, unda and GMO in quite some time. So I'm just going to talk briefly about it and just tell people how to, you know, what it did and where they can get info. For sure. For sure. So first things are first, you know, and probably one of the most important things and first things that should always be part of a protocol is drinking plenty of clean filtered water, preferably from a reverse osmosis system. Mm -hmm. Now, Ken, I don't know if you, if you have other, recommendations outside of reverse osmosis. I've done a lot of work as far as, um, you know, the um, filtering systems and reverse osmosis across the board seems to be the best system. And I'm pretty sure that you have other systems that you use and recommend. So I I like Kangen. I love Kangen, but I find if people are in a, in a place that say like you're in Nicaragua or something, you still need to have reverse osmosis and then it goes into a Kangen. Okay. You just got to pull everything out and Kanga will pull a lot. But if you're in a system where the water itself isn't really, really, really clean, mm-hmm. then you got to like reverse osmosis Double. is great. And then you can go onto a Kangen for like ionization of the water. So awesome. Um, exercising regularly, um, even just walking or yoga makes a huge difference. So mm-hmm. if you um, so, again, we're going back to like breaking, making sure that we're breaking a sweat. So we're, you know, increasing that detoxification system through our skin as well. Yeah. Um, and then also, too, with that movement we were talking about before, we're preventing stagnation. So we're allowing that lymph to flow and go through its processes in order to help um, help detoxify that system. Mm-hmm. Another thing clients can do is rebound. Does anybody do that? Rebounding. Gently bouncing on a mini trampoline for just a few minutes will stimulate and improve lymphatic drainage. A lot of people um, are like, did she just say rebounding? And like, it is it is a thing. Actually, a really, actually, one of uh, previous business partners and co-hosts of the Stress Foods Fat Loss podcast, Sarah, mm. did a great um, paper on detoxification. I remember rebounding mm. was one of them, one of the things yeah. to look at. So yeah, it is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, and it can be fun too. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do it, though. I don't 
Well, come on. Um, reduce exposure to toxins. So this helps lessen the burden on the lymphatic system. So we did talk quite in depth about this in the earlier part of the chats. Yeah. Um, just try to avoid harsh chemicals. So work on your clients with that. Um, so harsh chemicals, including any household products, mm -hmm. um, especially things like cosmetics um, for with those women. And also limit uh, processed sugars, artificial flavors, sweeteners, colors, dairy, and other processed foods. Did I miss anything there? No, I don't think no, so. Okay, we're good. No, um, this is a good one. Hot and cold alternating showers. So that helps with the, um, you know, the vasodilation and the constriction mm -hmm. of um, arteries, veins, muscles even too, right? So contrasting, I think they call it. Contrasting. Yeah, word. contrasting. Yeah, the ultra. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of hot, then some cold. Yeah, mind you, cold showers here is a pretty common thing for me now. So yeah, I guess so. I do them in. I do at least one to three minutes cold shower at the end of my shower every morning. So and nice. it's minus thirty up here some days, but I'm doing it anyway. So yeah, yeah, right. Um. Okay, a couple more dry brushing. Who's heard of that? Yeah, that's not a very common one. I like as you know, as practitioners. I mean, it's common for us to talk about it, but you know, clients, you know, if you, if you tell them, Hey, you should dry brush, they're not going to know what that is. Yeah. I don't even know what time. that looks like. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So just a natural bristled brush and you can buy these at the health food store. Um, and when you and do what this, are you, doing? Like, you like making yeah. skin flakes here, what are you doing? Like a, <laughs> so with dry brushing, what your purpose here is to brush, um, in the, okay. If you're working from the feet up, yep. you're working with the flow. So uh. So you work up in a in a manner where you're just pressing against the skin, um, obviously not like grinding it, but you're just <laughs> like don't do that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and same with the same with the hands. So you you're working to from the furthest part towards the um, oh, okay. to, think about working towards the heart, where a lot of our um, lymph nodes are because we're pushing that through the filter, the filtering system, right? right, right so that's okay. what we want. We're trying to promote that movement. Right. Uh, massage is big. Like I know there is lymphatic massage, but I mean, sure. massage in general, like what, you know, what's, it's perfect. This yeah, does someone have to find a specific lymphatic, lymphatic drainage therapist? Like someone that's like, like, cause I guess every RMT mm -hmm. should know lymphatic yeah. drainage, right? Yeah, sure. It's part of their training. Okay. All right. That's good. So just in case yeah. someone's like, do they have to be a specific specification or any RMT should know this, then we should be good. Okay. Well, I feel like based on what we know and understand about massage and what it does anyways, I mean, it's creating movement, like something that the the lymphatic system needs in order to move. So um, I understand, you know, that some people have the lymphatic massage training, but at the same time, massage massage can do just the same because you're yeah. allowing and creating that pumping and movement action. Okay. Um, saunas. So saunas. yeah. Uh, dry and infrared. Okay. I don't know if you have any specific comments around, um, that one. I just finished up a really intensive detoxification course. And one of the, the big things that they recommended was, uh, infrared and, um, dry being pretty good yeah, for that. I, I love red, I love infrared saunas. I've been using it for a while with clients and myself. And I find it's yeah. a great way to get the sweat out. You know, even my mom started the other day, got them infrared sauna and she hasn't sweat in years, also had yeah. thyroid concerns. So that was a big mm -hmm. thing. Now she's sweating the other day, which is always going to help with some heavy metal dumping and things like that from her. So yeah, absolutely. Totally for her. Um, 
All right, so now that's what we're doing there. I have two so, more. Two more? All right, go for it. Okay, go. Okay, so just to finish off real quick, I've got um, yoga, tai chi, and qigong, and inversion postures. Inversion postures I wanted to mention because um, although we're doing movement with, you know, yoga, tai chi, qigong, exercise, things like that, inversion's great. Um, as an example, like in yoga, we use oh, I inversion. I mean, like, you know, different sex positions upside down, whatever. I thought, I thought that's what you were talking about, like inversion. I'm like, okay, I guess. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Tantric yoga. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't know. I honestly was like inversion. I was like, okay, I guess that's upside down. <laughs> so, laying on the floor with the feet up the wall, um, dead bug posture. You know, feet and arms to the sky, laying flat mm. on your back. Different happy baby things like that will really, um, really help out too. So, if you're looking to kind of get a client into doing some quick things that are simple, I would, you know, I'd start like. With some inversion postures and stretchers, stretchers, okay. some stretches. Well, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, let's see. So then, a couple of things before we kind of like want to make sure we get everything in. What about so daily practice? We have that. I know. You, I liked how you talked about giving them things that they can do that they can keep up on their own. Yeah. You know, so why doesn't someone come and just do acupuncture with you? Or, you know, like I said, use homeopathics because when you're gone, they may not be able to continue them, right? Right. Which is which is going to be obviously an important thing that you want them to do, right? So Yeah. And I mean, like, it's important, like with the with the undas and stuff, like um, we were talking about the homeopathics. So when I say unda, some of you guys are probably like, what the heck is an unda? But an unda, they're homeopathics, just like Ken mentioned. So they... Um, they're good for various drainage um, techniques. And it's a very intricate, mm -hmm. fascinating um, system of things that you can that you can learn. But it's true, like you want your client to be able to continue on, you know, after they're done working with you. So you don't want them to become reliant on things like things like that. I mean, in the beginning, you may use things like that, but it's essential to to move them in a good lifestyle practice so that when yeah. they do move on from you they can still practice these essential things that will help support their systems all right so that for us really is a good way uh, in a nutshell how to get through a assessing to someone have sluggish length what it does what to do simple things that they can do to kind of help the lymphatic system move a little bit better right mm -hmm. uh, which will help their really everything in their body from their immune system to their detoxification to their, yeah. you know, everything. It's just like the whole package. Yeah. They end up looking better as well. If their body can yeah. function and get rid of trash. You're going to look and feel better. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. All right. And just, okay. uh, just on a side note too, like if you're looking to really expand your, your knowledge in, in the under numbers, then um, Genestra Royal is the company to um, to get hooked hooked up with for their educational pieces to learn that. Yeah. So then, Lisa, this is awesome. But I got to ask if, if clients or, or students out there are thinking, how do I find Lisa? If I want to ask her more of this stuff. I know, I know, you do a lot of work with one on one clients, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you group. Have, you yep. have a group on Facebook with women that you said work up work with them specifically. So is that um, liveinmotion.ca, right? Yeah, liveinmotion.ca is probably the easiest uh, place to locate me and send me a message. Yeah, that would work really good. But I also know you're doing some great work in retreats. So 
Yeah. Again, if we're looking, uh, we have some great, you have some great stuff coming that I get to tag along and be a part of. So let's talk about your retreats. All right. So um, Ken and I wanted to tease out some uh, information today about the retreats. We are uh, super pumped about this opportunity and this um, collaborative event. Uh, So basically, my business partner, Penny Hounsom, and I have um, connected with Ken and we have joined together to create um, a series of retreats. So jointly working together, we're looking at bringing um, a, an amazing um, opportunity for a week-long retreat in Costa Rica. Um, it's not just going to be one event. It's going to be multiple events that we're going to be running out the course of time. So from all of this year, 2023, and then moving you know, events into 2024, um, we're going to be focusing on the the body the mind soul rejuvenation uh delicious organic cuisine cooked by my husband he's a chef um here and focusing on things that can really help you get either that jump start or continue mm-hmm. on with your holistic um lifestyle journey we'll be touching on all sorts of topics through metabolism hormone balances menopause troubleshooting issues and we're super excited because we're bringing so much knowledge and so much experience as a team of three to these amazing retreats so if you get the opportunity just jump on in and join and and have a great time with us in Costa Rica because we're doing you know because there'll be there'll be movement right there's going to be some exercise there's going to be some movement they're going to be learning not how to cook but they're going to learn to assemble some nutrition they're going to be Having some ownership on that, right? Which is good. It's because when people leave, we want them to leave with tools. That's right. How do I throw my food together? Great. How do I do that? Mm -hmm. Learning a little bit about myself, you know, some of my nutrition, my stuff. Even, you know, Penny is like amazing when it comes to talking about some people. Everyone's got trauma. Everyone's got concerns with things. How do I move some of that emotion through my body? How do I deal with that, right? Exactly. And I'm going to tag along. I'm going to teach, you know, different things. You know, <laughs> Tag whether, along. You know, using that, moving that energy, whether it's using Tai Chi, yeah. Qigong, breath work, using different modalities. And you got some time to yourself. You got some time. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, I don't want to do anything. I want to go off and do whatever, right? Just hang yeah. out. There is going to be some definite time for some great uh, exploring of the area in Costa Rica. and Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's a good time. I think the good, the best thing about these retreats is when people are done they leave with a habit forming thing they can take home versus mm-hmm. I went to retreat. It was awesome, but I'm home now and I'm going to go back to my old life and just right. and crush it again and just end yeah. another retreat. This is the way I think when they leave, they're going to leave with, hmm, I got up this way. Mm-hmm. I thought this way. I ate this way. I felt this way. I finished my day this way. And I think that is, those are some huge things people can walk away with and, and live after that. Live like Yeah, that. absolutely. And um, one of the big key things that we, we really thrive on is, you know, just making messy action steps, like just putting, putting things in place. They were never perfect. They'll never be perfect, but starting somewhere is key. Mm-hmm. So um, what Ken was saying is exactly key. You come, you learn some messy actions to take home and start implementing right away, which is key. And that's where, you know, we're Ken and myself and Penny, when we work with our clients, that's the direction that we're, you know, helping our clients move towards is just taking some action 
towards their health and wellness. <clears throat> and even given time, like I think the last thing that just to touch on is some people don't have the capacity here to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, we're yeah. blessed to have a create a life where we can work on things. But even with that, it's difficult enough. A lot yeah. of clients mm-hmm. of, of your clients out there, even if you're a coach, maybe you don't even have the capacity to focus on some old feelings, focus on emotions, figure out why you're not eating the way that you are. Figure mm. out the triggers, like, ah, I don't know, you know, so true. Learn and do and live. So this gives you the space and the capacity to go, I can actually focus on myself. Right. A little bit. And I've never been able to do that and come away with some takeaways and then come home in a better place. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Agreed. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative and excited to be part of this amazing team uh, and for them to allow me to tag along a little bit, um, <laughs> which is, which is, no, it's true, right? You know, you ladies done a great job creating this so i'm just uh, appreciative of being part of it and i'm excited to get somewhere freaking warm and to be honest and have a great time you know like yeah I'm, I'm all about retreats but i don't want to go to the arctic so yeah exactly i mean, i agree <laughs> and then website for this if people want to go dive in look at some stuff and look at some options and some dates what's the reach what's the i'm going to put in the show notes anyway but what's the best yeah. website or what is the website for that yeah so um lux life retreats.ca um ken will definitely get the spelling in there for you so that you guys can click on that and uh we have a schedule the schedule is posted for april and may so we definitely have some stuff coming up this year april may and then um in the latter part of the year um we're just working on building out um the fall schedule so uh that'll be up soon and that'd be great because this could even be who's this for it could be for if you're a coach, or it could be also for clients that have gotten to a certain level in their results and they need to move forward. And sometimes to move forward, you need a concentrated effort. I need you out of yeah. the system yeah. you're in, the life you're in, plunk somewhere else where you can allow your body to change, heal, and progress. So this is great yeah. for any any client that could be in that spot. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Lisa, okay. I love I can't see you anymore, but I know, I know, I know. I know. My camera went funkadelic. That's Oh, there, oh, there, you am, go. there you go. <laughs> it was great chatting. I, I, great. I do want to do some sort of re, uh, podcast next time or an episode when I'm either with you down there or you're up here mm. or something. So I want to have you live next time. It's great to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Thanks for having you. me. You know, I think uh, nothing but the best of you because of what you've done <laughs> to me. So I appreciate thank you. you. So, and uh, same and for coaches, you. <laughs> thank you. And coaches, remember, having someone in your life like Lisa is important. Not only a friend but someone that can sometimes mentor you, sometimes can coach you um, and teach you things, you know, because as coaches, our learning never ends. And I think that's one of the best things I like about Lisa is she's always learning uh, and she's free in her perspective of helping others. Okay. And as coaches, as long as we keep able to do that and we have a great network of people, you can always keep getting better, which means we can help our clients. So yeah, absolutely. Share the love. Yeah. And keep in mind, uh, Transformation Mentorship, looking forward to having more students there. So if you're interested in finding more about it, go to transformationmentorship.ca and find out a little bit more about Next Cohort, how we can teach you holistic transformations, looking at the big three hormones, insulin, growth hormones, um, and cortisol, and our stress reduce fat loss system. So perfect. um, Until then, we will see you next time. All right. I'm really appreciative of you joining me on this episode today. If you're looking to connect more, you can go to Transformation Mentorship on Instagram. And if you love something about the episode, leave a comment and a rating. I would really appreciate that. Otherwise, until next time.